0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Music Seeds, the music that made us. I'm your host, Johnny, and this week we will be going over Grammys and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. So here we go. Giddy up. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Music Seeds, the music that made us. It has been one interesting week for myself. I have had a lot going on. love discussing what's going on in the world of music, and the last couple weeks is no exception. We had the Grammys, which was, in my opinion, one of the best Grammys I've seen in a long time. A lot to go over there. And we also had the nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame which I know there was some disappointments and some very excited people on who they want to get in this year. The first nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 2023 nominees, is Kate Bush. I first heard Kate Bush back in 1985 off of the Peter Gabriel So album. It was the track Don't Give Up, a song about suicide that was really close to my heart. Peter Gabriel, who in my opinion is one of the greatest artists from the 80s, sought out Kate for this song, particularly because of her very beautiful and unique voice. Kate was signed to EMI Records back in 1977 after Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmour helped produce a demo tape with her. Her debut, The Kick Inside, was released in 1978, and Bush slowly gained an artistic independence that brought other albums, The Dreaming, The Red Shoes, and Ariel. However, it was in 2022 that she gained her recognition, and long overdue in my opinion, for her song that was on the television show Stranger Things. Running up that hill was used quite a bit in TikTok and out there in the streaming world, and catapulted Kate to a super star status, which she was able to get a song in the U.S. release number three on the Billboard Top 100. It has gained so much success that it gained her back some much overdue residuals for that song. Kate Bush, who may or may not get in this year, however, I think she'll be in soon enough if it's not this year. The next nominee is Sheryl Crow. I could do a whole episode on Sheryl ever since her first album released, Tuesday Night Music Club, back in August 3rd of 1993. I have had a fascination with her. She is an amazing songwriter and has made some great material for the last 30 plus years. She was actually discovered by Michael Jackson, for many of you know, and was a backup singer for her during his Bad Tour. However, Cheryl went on to great success after the release of Tuesday Night Music Club when there was this transition in music where you started to see a lot more female singer-songwriters come out. She was one of the first ones that I grasped onto, and her lyrics and music have always had... special place for me. So Cheryl who is now nominated hopefully will get in this year. However she may not get in with all these nominees that are in this year she may get bumped. We will go into more further detail on Cheryl at a later time. Our next nominee is Melissa Arnett Elliott or as many of you better know her as Missy Misdemeanor Elliott that is. She first embarked on her career with the super R&B girl group Sista back in the early mid-1990s. However, with her collaborator Timberland, she blew up to superstar status in the late 90s. She was actually just on the Grammys performance last week, which we'll get into detail later in this episode. Missy Elliott, who will eventually get in also. Not sure if it'll be this year, but eventually she will be in also. This next nominee... I have a feeling will get in this year. Let's just call it a gut feeling and is long overdue. I was lucky enough earlier last year to see the lead singer do his spoken word here at the Paramount Theater here in Denver, Bruce Dickinson of the heavy metal group Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, who's been around since the mid-70s, the band has released 41 albums, 17 studio albums, 13 live albums four EPs and seven compilations. They have also released 47 singles and 20 video albums. This band has had a major fan following and many members. However, they're really well known for their artwork on their album covers because of Eddie. Last year, we were lucky enough to see Judas Priest get in. So finally, Heavy Metal is getting its just due here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I have a feeling this year will be no different as Iron Maiden finally gets their induction. This next nominee, I know a lot of us fans are like, why are we having to combine both these bands in order to get them inducted? However, if they get in, it'll still be awesome, even if it's under both the Joy Division and New Order or under one nomination, two different bands with some of the same members. Uh, Joy Division were a English rock band formed back in 1976 that had the great vocalist Ian Curtis. There's actually a documentary out on Ian, if you get a chance, check it out. But Bernard Sumner, Peter Hook, and Stephen Morris were all the original members of Joy Division. Bernard Subner, obviously now the leader of New Order. And Peter Hook, who was actually out here last year, has been solo touring. I grew up listening to New Order. That's how I got into Joy Division. New Order is one of these bands from the 80s, in my opinion, is one of the pivotal alternative electronic bands that has ever been. They formed back in 1980, I believe it was and have gone on to great success. They were actually here last year with the Pet Shop Boys. So it'll be interesting to see if they get in this year. I have a feeling though there will be some other nominees that will get in before them. I will definitely be looking very forward when they do get in, as it will bring back some great members from my childhood to finally have a band like Depeche Mode in my opinion. I believe New Order has done their just due and deserve to get in. This next nominee, I have a gut feeling that this artist also will be in this year. Just because I'm looking at the earlier fan vote nominations and she has been in the number one spot. So I'm almost sure she'll be in. However, I've seen things like this happen before where a fan nomination has won, but they don't get in. I won't get into that right now though. Cyndi Lauper, who now, in my opinion, who has had a very interesting life and career, has spanned over 40 years. It was actually her album back in 1983, She's So Unusual, Because of MTV, MTV broke so many different artists, many who have already gotten in, like Duran Duran last year. Cyndi Lauper's Big Break was back during the 80s, and she was a pivotal staple of that. Network and of her I guess you could say unique hair for that time. Now seeing that it would be so normal to have that hairstyle today. She actually did a song for the movie The Goonies which was really popular also but it's her song True Colors that has hold on for the last 35 plus years. Cyndi Lauper I guarantee you she will be in this year. I also believe that this next nominee will be definitely in this year. His fan base, his amazing catalog of music that still holds up to this day, and will hold up forever in my opinion, George Michael. George Michael was brought to fame in the 80s with the band Wham! Him and Andrew Ridgely brought it to fame in the mid-80s. Then he, in the late 80s, came out with the album Faith, which blew him to super star status. He had an amazing career and has made many impacts in the LGBTQ community. There is actually a documentary out on him now if you get a chance to check that out. Globally he has sold 25 million copies of Faith. He has actually sold over 125 million records worldwide altogether. He was a leading force in creativity with music production, songwriting, vocal performance, and visual presentation. He had some of the best videos, he had some of the best songs. I am almost 100% positive he will get in this year. Looking very forward to that, George Michael. I am going to get into detail with the nominees once they are announced as far as who will be actually being inducted this year. This is just going to be a brief, quick little overlay of just the nominees. I will definitely be going in depth in the future on the actual winners this year. The next one, a lot of people were shocked last year when Dolly Parton got in, but her influence in the music industry, in my opinion, expands more than just on country music. She is definitely somebody who has made a major movement outside the genre. That's why she was so well deserving to get into the Rock and Roll of Fame. This next artist is no other exception also willie nelson willie nelson has been one of these artists that has been a staple in pop culture and a staple in just not uh country music but in so many other communities also some people might say the pot community um some might say live music community but i say willie nelson has been one of these people who is as an american as as they say apple pie but also is just an icon on so many levels. I've been lucky enough to see him live. I got to see him years back with my brother. Believe me, he is one of these gentlemen artists who's well-deserving to get in, and he may squeak in this year. I'm hoping so. Mr. Willie Nelson, who is going to be 90 here in April, is also going to be having a humongous show out in California for his birthday with a who's who of artists which Is just amazing to see. Besides himself, it will be Beck, Billy Strings, Bobby Weir, Chris Stapleton, Edie Brickell, Casey Musgraves, Leon Bridges, his son Lucas Nelson, Lyle Lovett, Margot Price, Miranda Lambert, Nathaniel Ratliff, Neil Young, Nora Jones, Orville Peck, Particle Kid, who is his son, Roseanne Cash, Cheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, Sturgill Simpson, The Abbott Brothers, The Chicks, The Lumineers, Tom Jones, Tyler Childers, Warren Haynes, Ziggy Marley, and many, many more to be announced in the future. That is going to be out, like I said, in April 29th and 30th at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm sure eventually it will be available to view on some streaming service of some sorts. Long story short, Willa Nelson's 90th birthday star-studded concert celebrating Willie's 90th birthday. I hope Willie gets in this year in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This next nominee. Come with it now! Rage Against the Machine. One of my favorite, favorite groups. I always say I have a lot of favorite groups, but these guys I'm looking very forward to seeing live soon. I have had some friends and family that were lucky enough to see them last year. I'm hoping that once Zach is up for it, that Rage will be out there again touring. Rage Against the Machine I got to see for the first time back in, I think it was 1994, during the Lollapalooza tour, when it actually used to tour. I saw them at the World Music Theater. That's what it was called at the time in Chicago. I was able to see the first of many Lollapaloozas there, but that one, I definitely remember seeing Rage and the impact that it made for me during that show. I also remember Zach... Pointing out during that show, somebody that was wearing a racist ban t-shirt to where at that point, that guy got rid of the shirt and the show was able to continue on. Raise Against the Machine has been a pivotal force in fighting for the underdog, for the common man and woman. I hope to see them in. I'm not sure if they'll make it this year, but they eventually will. Big fan of them and Tom Morello, who I follow regularly. Raise Against the Machine future Rock and Roll Hall of Fame artists. This next band, I also have been able, lucky enough to see at Lollapalooza. They have been one of the pivotal forefathers, as they would say, in the sound of grunge from Seattle. The lead singer I was very, very fortunate enough to see live acoustically before he passed away. Chris Cornell and Soundgarden. Soundgarden, one of the best rock and roll bands out there who have majorly influence a lot of rock and roll artists out there. I hope eventually they will get in. I'm not sure if they will this year. Can't wait to go down a deeper rabbit hole in conversation about them and their influence. I have talked about them in the past in many of the episodes out there. This next band, I cannot believe, have not been in there yet. In fact, they deserve to be in this year and they better. And the reason for that is because they were formed back in 1954, and they are way overdue. It is a rhythm and blues vocal group from Michigan, The Spinners. Due to their 1960s recordings with Motown label, these guys were brought up to status of major influence of R&B. They are so overdue, I can't stress it enough, The Spinners, a definite needing-to-be induction this year. We have been fortunate enough to see hip-hop artists get in the last few years. This one Needs to be in there. They are one of my all-time favorite hip-hop groups. They were actually formed in 1985 in Queens, New York. It was composed of rapper and another artist that I just majorly just love his music, Q-Tip. He formed this group along with rapper Fife Dog and the DJ and co-producer Ali Shaheed Muhammad and also working with Jarobi White. They are members of the Native Tongues Collective. The group is regarded as a pioneer of alternative hip hop, influencing numerous hip hop and R&B musicians. This year, we may or may not see them get in. They eventually will be in and it is so well deserved. A tribe called Quest, if you have no idea who they are, you need to check them out. This next group, I don't know any other way of letting you know who they are besides doing something I shouldn't be doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. This music alone will tell you who this group is. Finally, getting in, Jack White, The White Stripes. He will be getting in, hopefully, soon. I'm not sure if it'll be this year, but he is one of my all-time favorites, and you know that by listening to this podcast. He finally got nominated this year. We'll see if they get in. Him and Meg, wow. I really hope so. And then the final nominee, who ironically said in one of his last interviews... With David Letterman on the Late Show was to enjoy every sandwich. We lost this artist way too soon. He was an amazing songwriter, singer, musician. You know him as the Woowoo Werewolves of London. Mr. Warren Zevon. He had so many great hits, so many great songs. It'd be interesting to see him get in this year. I do have a feeling with all of the nominees you just heard, it's gonna be a little difficult. I know he'll eventually get in. Warren Zevon, may he rest in peace. Those are your nominees for this 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who would you pick? Let me know. Get a hold of me at the end of this episode and find out how. My next topic is going to be the 2023 Grammys. And... I must say that this is one of the best Grammys I've seen in a long time. Um, The host, Trevor Noah, did an excellent job, in my opinion, kept the show flowing, and I hope he returns. The performers for this year's Grammys were really, really, really great. The first person to start off was Bad Bunny, who brought the house down, and who is one of the biggest artists out there today selling some of the most albums out of any of the artists that were there that night. My first favorite performance was Brandy Carlyle. She was amazing. Never ever disappoints me as far as a live performance goes. Finally getting her dues in the last couple years, her performance was amazing. The next performance that a lot of people were not so happy with from reading in social media, I thought he did an okay job and that is Harry Styles. It looked as though the performance um, didn't go as well as it was hoped to, so he got a lot of backlash in the social media world. He also got a lot of backlash as far as winning album of the year, which a lot of people felt Beyonce should have won that from the social media world. There has been some sort of please have him return it and give it to Beyonce. This is where I feel like social media gets out of hand a lot of times and they just need to leave things alone he won we move on every artist won and was well deserved you always have a right to your opinion who you feel but just to take it away because they didn't win does not make it i think proper and we need to get away from this mentality of trying to tear people down which i don't understand lizzo who i thought did a great job in her performance she was nominated for five Grammy Awards and her speech was very exceptional that evening. Um, one of the best speeches, if not the best speech in the entire um, ceremony. Luke Combs had a really beautiful song that he performed. One of the quieter performances, I guess you could say, during the Grammys performance, it was a ballad, did an exception job. Mary J. Blige, now an icon. She is a nine-time Grammy winner And she was able to perform that night. She had a lot of tough competition as far as um, her fellow nominees. But it was great to see her there and perform. Sam Smith had one of the most controversial, if not the most controversial, performance of the evening. had the devil horns and everybody dressed in red. And he did his song Unholy, which got quite a bit of uh, social media attention. I think it was Kim Petra's acceptance speech that definitely had... A lot of people, teary-eyed and very happy for her and her moment. The one performance that blew my mind, I had no idea who he was until I watched, was Steve Lacey. I'm definitely going to be following this artist. I was really just amazed by the performance and the sound. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in the future. I am actually hoping that at some point will come through here in the Denver area. The performance, though, that definitely was my favorite of the evening was the 50th anniversary tribute to hip-hop. There was a who's who of artists, just so many different people from all different generations and genres, from all different parts of hip-hop life, and the list of people who were there just still blows my mind. I'm hoping I don't forget anybody, but this is the list I have in front of me. LL Cool J, Big Boy of Outcast, Busta Rhymes, Split Star, De La Soul, DJ Drama, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Missy Elliott, Future, Glorilla, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Mel Mel, Scorpio, Ice-T, Little Baby, Little Wayne, The Locks, Method Man, Nelly, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Raheem, Rakeem, Run DMC, Salt-N-Pepa, DJ Spinderella, Scarface, Swiss Beats, and Too Short. Wow. This, it just blew my mind, man. Just blew my mind. I think my favorite out of everything was probably Busta Rhymes when he just went off, man, and just showed why he is one of the best hip-hop artists out there. It was great to see everybody being represented. There could have been a lot more, I know. But as far as the performance goes, that thing was about 15 minutes long, and it was amazing. The highlight of the evening, if you get a chance, check it out wherever you get your streaming services. You can get it on CBS Streaming on Paramount. You can probably also check it out on YouTube. Also, DMC was wearing a Beastie Boys shirt, which I thought was pretty damn cool. The most shocking win of the evening, I think, was Bonnie Raitt, though, for her song Just Like That. I was so ecstatic when she won. I've been lucky enough to see Bonnie three times and she is an amazing artist who is well deserving of this, was up against some very tough competition. It was really great to see like her and also Willie Nelson who won previously, get the respect that they deserve. You know, it can be a young person's game, but it's nice to recognize those artists that have been around a long time and who are still producing really great music. Like I said earlier, Harry's House won Album of the Year. Another artist that I was not aware of until this evening was Samara Joy, who won New Artist of the Year and was amazing, amazing in her speech. Rizzo, I knew that she would win Record of the Year because About Damn Time has been everywhere and it's probably out of all those tunes the Cassius is out there. Her Speech was amazing also and very heartfelt. Kendrick Lamar won for Best Rap Album, very well deserved. Taylor Swift won for her video, All Too Well. Ozzy Osbourne won for Best Rock Album for Patient Number 9, who's been dealing with some health issues and I hope he gets well soon. Like I said, uh, Willie Nelson won for Country Solo Performance for his album, Live Forever. Beyonce won the most awards ever for a grammy artist this evening and she did not disappoint as far as just being an amazing artist pop solo performance was won by adele who had a funny speech and always loved hearing her talk the band that won and i was so happy to see them win for best alternative music album wet leg who has had an amazing year and I cannot wait to see what else they have to come. Another EGOT winner, Viola Davis won for her Spoken World album, Finding Me. That EGOT is a little hard to get, folks, so it's really cool to see another artist get it. Brandy Carlile won for uh, Rock Song, Broken Horses, and Rock Performance. There was so many other winners and so many art artists and performances that I could go on and on about. It was really great to see all the people in the audience having a good time, like Taylor Swift and Jay-Z looked like he was having the time of his life during the hip-hop 50th anniversary. It was just really great to see all these artists and people having fun. Somebody said they didn't like the fan thing. I love the fan thing when you got to hear everybody talk about their favorite artists. And also, it was great to see that fan hand Harry Styles his award. You talk about a great moment and just to feel like wow like you're there with your favorite artists and being able to enjoy the moment with them so many great performances so many great things that happened at the show i hope to go someday and looking forward to next year's grammys well there you go folks a short and sweet episode i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please reach out to me through any of these social media outlets and email you can reach me at musicmadeseeds at facebook.com johnny come lately at tiktok.com johnny evans at instagram also you can reach me through email at o z o m a t f a n 87 at gmail.com I would love to hear from you. I would also love to sit down and have a conversation with any of you music geeks out there. You will be hearing from us shortly in a group setting. I am setting aside some time with Mr. Jeremy McCree and Mr. Jack Miller. Also, some other surprises down the road. Looking forward to that time to actually sit down and have those conversations and get them out to you. Please keep warm during this winter month, and I hope that before we know it spring will be here and so will live music outside until next time folks do your best to take care of each other out there hi this is johnny i'm your host and you are listening to music scenes the music that made us